John Ben and Sharon. It is a Monday afternoon. Welcome along to the program. John and Ben with you. Very upset. Girl Guides have announced they're getting rid of the best part of the Girl Guides, the biscuits. I don't know if that was the best the part biscuits of the Girl are better than, You know the biscuits are better than the girls, Ben. <laughs> Good on you. Good, well, way to rip the heart out of the guides. Were the, were the guides actually making the biscuits or not? Yeah, I think that's they, they put them in factories all year round and they right. just sell biscuits once a year. Oh, that's hence the, why they're stopping. The, <laughs> the prime purpose of the girl guides. Uh, this afternoon on the show, everyone that calls up uh, goes in the draw to win return flights for two to Phuket, Thailand, thanks to Air Asia. And uh, four o'clock, how your ex-partner can win you the night of your life. Yes. Join us at four o'clock. But next, Jono, I blew out yesterday. Mother's Day, blew out with a gift. I hope you're talking about blowing out candles on a cake that you bought your mum because you love her so much. No, I I had a shocker and I'll I'll tell you what I did next. It is The Edge. Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. Oh, yesterday was Mother's Day and I, oh, look, I, I took a risk and I had a shocker. What happened, mate? Okay, so Share. I'm going to give you a bit of a backstory. Allow me 20 seconds to tell you backstory, because if I just come straight out with it, you'll just go, oh, I can't believe you did that. So I'm going to give you some backstory. Oh, who was that impersonation <laughs> of? That, that was you. Was that impersonation? And you'll, pro- you'll probably still say that regardless. Okay. okay, so it was Mother's Day yesterday, mm. and if you don't know, I've got two little girls, mm. and they're not quite at the age where they can go out and buy presents, so I thought I would take care of the presents, you know, for, for their mum and Well, here's, my, here's a problem that I have, I have with Mother's Day, yeah. is that, you know, you... You, Ben, you're going out, you're doing the hard yards. They're getting all the credit. The, kid, the kids are getting all the credit. <laughs> well, I love the kids to taking the credit for this one. When you get to the end of the story, you probably agree. I'll give you some backstory, you know, so it wasn't just all about the present. Saturday, I'm like, hey, I'm going to clean the house. Top to bottom, I'm, I'm cleaning toilets, I'm dusting, I'm vacuuming. Mm. I'm going out, I'm getting stuff to make a breakfast, pancakes. I'm like getting the girls to make cards. So but, far, so good. Is this like the one day of the year that you do this <laughs> stuff? He's like, look at me, dusting, vacuuming, cleaning no, toilets, the no, whole lot. No, no, <laughs> but I just thought, you know, like I'll try and do this for, yeah. you know. Okay. So getting nearly for Mother's Day. I thought, so far, I'm off to a good start. It's a two-day bonanza. <laughs> and then I'd been listening over the last couple of weeks about stuff that, you know, I thought Amanda, my wife, would want. Mm. Um, you know, I'm kind of like, well, let's not just get you know, generic crap. Let's get stuff that we need around the house or what, what she needs. And So I got a couple of little presents. She opened those first. So far, so good. Right. Then it came to the, the risk, the risky present. Okay. Did you know it was a risk oh, going yeah. into it? I definitely did. I'm not yeah. an idiot. But I thought, she'd been mentioning this multiple times. Mm. Over the past couple of months, I yeah. thought, this is me listening. This is me showing that, you know, this is, and not, sorry, this is me listening. This this will be, this will be hopefully okay. Well, okay. <laughs> but you're going in there with a, there's a percentage of yeah. this could go bad. Yeah. yeah. And so she opened up the present and it was a frying pan. Oh, ben, <laughs> and ben. but she had been wanting a frying pan, you? and and you know, like we needed one of these. I went top shelf. I'm like, you've been listening. I went, you know, like this is expensive. Mm. This is, you know, this is. I'm like, I've been listening. That surely this is going to be brownie points. And it's like it's not just a frying pan. I've also got you an apron as well. <laughs> no, no, because because you know where you should be. <laughs> no, I'm not a sexist. We cook fifty. We're probably fifty fifty in the house. Both yeah. of us cooking. Um, but yeah, you should say dodgy present. Uh, what was the look? Oh, well, there was silence. There was like, if she was a poker player, you knew exactly what cards she was holding. Right. <laughs> there was nothing. There was nothing. I was like, you know, because you need, you know, we'll be talking about this. this is a great, you know, nothing. But buy her a frying pan on Wednesday, <laughs> away from Mother's Day. <laughs> the problem was you associate it with the day where you give Mother's gifts. I oh, know. I had a shocker. I thought it was high risk, high reward, and it definitely got no reward. Do you know, she said nothing. She said nothing for like 20 seconds. Mm. And then she said to me, and she goes, well, 
this will be good relationship content for your radio show tomorrow. And you're like, damn right. <laughs> Ten past three. We'll biff it on. And that's all. That's all I got from that. And I was like, yeah, okay. Lesson learned. And it's such a dangerous thing. Like, it can be used as a weapon, too. <laughs> like, it's quite a dangerous appliance to hand someone. Yeah. I thought it was me showing, you know, initiative, showing that, you know, it wasn't the only thing I got. There was multiple other presents. Yeah, got her washing powder. <laughs> no, no. Got her a glass ceiling. No, I'm not like that. This is, I'm, I pride myself on being quite thoughtful. I thought, yeah. this is a risk, but, uh, and it was a risk. Okay, 0800 The Edge. Uh, when you've bought the wrong present. You mis you misjudged. Ladies, have your guy has your guy brought you something similar? Make me feel better. Or guys, have you have you just misjudged the moment? You've had a present shocker, Richard. Oh, uh, so pretty much like I got my best friend a birthday present for his sixteenth years ago, which was you know uh, condoms because he was legal, and I got my mum uh, you know a little jewelry thing as well. And the next thing, what I know is I've wrapped them. And when my mum comes to open it, she gets a box of condoms. <laughs> <laughs> Your friend gets the jewellery. <laughs> <laughs> it was so tragic. But you wouldn't have been here if she'd used those, so that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Kayla with us on 0800 The Edge. You had a prison shocker, Kayla. I certainly did. Uh, my first birthday as a newlywed, I'd been married for five months. My husband gave me an electric toothbrush. It's not a I cried. Oh, you cried. <laughs> oh, you cried. Oh, well. It's I, a good present. I was devastated. I had wanted one, and, and that was his defense, but I was absolutely devastated. So he made the same mistake I did and gone, hey, this is something that I know you, you want. No one wants plaque and tartar on their teeth. <laughs> no. No, but even worse, though, at least you had other gifts. I don't think that was the only thing that he gave me. That he, <laughs> and he handed it to me in a, in a big ceremony in front of my parents and my best friends. <laughs> yeah, like, now you know. Uh, I would have slapped him if I was tall enough to reach his face. How much, how much I love you, darling. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh, that, no, that's probably a safety, gifting it to you in front of witnesses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and at least I couldn't use it as a weapon. Oh, good on you, mate. Thank you very much. Chris with us on 0800 The Edge. You had a present shocker. Yeah, I got a um, solar-powered calculator from my husband. <laughs> oh, that's handy. Yeah, come on. And he, he amped it up for a week, so he gave me hints all week. Oh, no, how I really needed it. And you know how much you like dividing and multiplying things? Well, have I got something yeah, in store for you? Yeah, telling me how much I'd be looking forward to it when I opened it. It was a solar-powered calculator. It was no other gift afterwards? It was just, that was it? That was my gift. That was my big main one, yeah. And then another time he bought me a cushion. <laughs> you know how much you love sitting on things, and you know sit on the floor instead of on the couch. Use your calculator. Yeah. <laughs> Even outside because it's powered by the sun. No need to buy batteries. I mean, it was a thoughtful. No. It was a thoughtful gift. Thank you very much, Chris. Appreciate that. Oh, so good. John Ben and Sharon, the Edge. The New Zealand International Comedy Festival back on again, and joining us, someone who left us a couple of years ago. She's come back. She's better than us now. Rose Matafaya, how's it going? Wow. 
why have you held that against me this whole time? I know. These, they're top texts. You've got to stop texting, oh, yeah, okay? Yeah. I'd like to say you've come crawling back, but you haven't. <laughs> if anything, you're far too good for this right now. I've come floating back in on one of those clouds you a Mario Kart. How do you ax yourself? Um, no, it's great to be Good to see you guys. No, it's good to see you. Well, congratulations on all your success. You're, you're blowing oh, up, nice. not literally, but <laughs> over in the UK at the moment. Yeah, no, yeah. No, well, it's, it's great because um, it's so far away, the, the, you know, England is so far away that, you know, you guys don't know the reality of me just doing nothing during the daytimes. You know, you probably just see the best, you see the best news, right. you know, the little snippets. It's like the stuff that you send back to your mother, like the clippings, yeah. you know, yeah. you're like, I'm doing okay, but really I do nothing during the daytime. <laughs> is it, ble- um, is it there's, bleak, there's bleak moments? Oh, there are so many bleak, oh, the bleakest moments. <laughs> London is the bleakest place. And when you do, you do stand-up comedy, you do nothing during the daytime. So now your show's called Horn Dog. It is. What's Horn Dog all about? I don't know. It's about a show about the little things that I love. And I, I'm a very um kind of... Uh, a person who is a little bit, little bit obsessive. I, I think I, I, when I get into something, I get into it hardcore. Um, and I always think that that's been rooted in the fact that I, uh, I've never, uh, I was, I've, I've kissed nine boys in my life, and um, <laughs> and I was really, it was really upsetting because I was talking to co- comedian friends about this maybe like late last year, and I was just checking because I wanted to check the festival blurb. I was like, oh, that's that might not, that might actually be quite a lot of people to say that you've kissed when you're 26 years old. And I was owned in a group chat. <laughs> Of people just being like, what are you talking People saying, I've kissed 50, 100 people in my life. And I felt so pathetic because I want to kiss nine. Oh. Is, that, is that okay? No, 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 I was just thinking, shit, I would be much past it. No. Check, right? yeah, yeah. I know. I've we're, got a very bland life in that regard. <laughs> because we're committed to broadcasting. That's right. <laughs> if I could no kiss this kiss. microphone, I would. I would, and it's quite germy. Uh, yeah, I know, I would not do that. You get the idea. Uh, Rose, because something uh, people might not know about you, you grew up in a Rastafarian family. I did, yeah. My parents, Rastafarian Rastaf- 12 tribes, Israel. Very uh, uh, cool way to grow up, I suppose. There's a lot of Bob Marley and Catch a Fire. Genuinely, I mean, like that sounds like a real like joke, but like, no, yeah, my parents love reggae. That's why I hate reggae. Well, I don't hate reggae, but I <laughs> had a really uh, just strong dislike of it because I associate it with boring, you know. Uh, it's like how I feel about like Fleetwood Mac and stuff. Exactly, What your yes. parents listen to. Exactly. My parents listen to cool stuff like reggae and like, they were super into drum. My dad was really into drum and bass and my mum was into house in the early 2000s and I remember wow. my mum would take she once took me to a yeah, um, the dancing oh the coolest parent very cool but she took me to dancing in the streets in Beresford Square once around K Road um, <laughs> because she wanted to go to the dance and I she was I was at home so she took me to it <laughs> to a me, dance party yeah to a dance party put me I was right in front of the stage just sitting on the ground next to the speakers and she promised me she'd buy me a Mondo on the way home uh, from like the this little toy thing from the supermarket and uh, I was like oh fine and so yeah, it was so to rebel against that. I've been massively right. into like you know crochet, crochet, and uh, back rack. So far out. Don't mess your children up by being cool. This is what cool parents do. They create nerds. Okay, so um, Rose, what we've got is we've got uh, some people on the phone. Oh, they're going to tell some jokes, and they're going to just tell the first part of the joke, and you need to decide whether you want to hear the punchline or not. Awesome. If you want to hear the punchline, they win something. If not, they win nothing. Okay. Awesome. Okay, oh, take it take it away uh, with your joke for Rose Matafeo. What do you call a monkey in a minefield? Stop there. Stop there. Do you want to hear the punchline? What do you call a monkey in a minefield? Um, Rose is thinking. Oh, because I'm trying to think of the punchline, <laughs> but I can't. Yeah, I don't want to hear this. Okay, take it away with the punchline. A ba-boom. Oh, God. Ba-boom. I mean, I... I yeah, yeah, well, I fell for that. <laughs> <laughs> like, where were you expecting it to go, though? I was trying to think of something like chimpanzee, and they're like... 
pen, but then I was like panning for gold, and I was like, no, we're in a minefield. We're not in a, we're not in a gold mine. And oh god, I, I got, I got confused. Okay, uh, okay, boom. fine. You okay. get it officially a prize, but terrible stuff. Yeah, it wasn't great. It wasn't no, that no, was great. It was fine. All right, last one. Uh, do you set up joke for Rose Matafeo? She will tell you if she wants to hear the punchline. All right. So what's green and eats nuts? Oh, what's green and eats nuts? Do you, okay. do you want to hear the punchline? Should we guess it? Some sort of like um, a tree. Green squirrel? Green squirrel. Green squirrel. Oh, no. How can I not guess any of this? Okay, yeah, yeah tell me. Syphilis. <laughs> oh, my. God. I can't believe I brought those into the world. I did this. Hey, good on you, Rose. Well done on your success. Catch Rose Matafeo uh, tomorrow night at Comedy Festival. Horn Dog, it's on in Auckland, and you can check out all the details at comedyfestival.co.nz. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Back with The X is on Bravo at the moment, 8.30 Sunday night, and we're running our own social experiment to help you get back with your ex. Have you always wondered, like, well, oh, maybe what if? What soulless TV producer came up with that format? That's a genius idea. I'm just upset that I didn't come up with that idea. That's a great idea for a show. So if you want to uh, get back with your ex, as I said before, um, we'll bring you up to Auckland if you're not in Auckland, send you out on a pretty cool date night, and then you've got the option of an overnight safe. In a fancy hotel. Yeah. That's over to you. The only problem is that Ben and me will be standing in the corner with microphones just <laughs> recording everything for the radio the next day. Yeah, so. that'll be a bit weird. See, I don't know. I don't know if we're going to get any entries for this. I've made that known, Ben, in meetings. Yeah. Yeah. And I've now made, made it known on the radio. Yeah. Uh, but Dan's with us on 0800 The Edge. How are you, Dan? Good, mate. Yourself? You want to do this. You would want to get back with your ex. Uh, I want to try. I don't know if she'll be up for it, but... What, what, what happened? It's good timing. Anything? Oh, I, just, I didn't treat her very well last uh, year or so, so... Oh. Broke up about six years ago, mate. Oh, six, six weeks ago, sorry. I broke up six she weeks sort of, ago. Sort of moved out. She's in process of sort of moving oh, out. Sorry to hear that. Oh, she, well, That's no good, mate. Because producer Dan's got her number. Should we do a tester now to see if she'd even be interested? Yeah, she might be. I don't know if she'll even answer. She's uh, she's from Thailand, so she doesn't speak Persian. She speaks good English, but uh, she's going to be a bit confused about what's going on. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, should we, give her a, should we give her a call? Give it a go, mate. Yeah. Hey, what's her name? Her name's Blue. Blue. All right, let's give, let's give Blue a call. Your call cannot be... Con- oh, sorry, there's my fat fingers. <laughs> Blue. Blue's your name. Because, I mean, there's no point in you entering the competition if she's not even interested in going out for dinner with you. No, that's right. We want two people that are interested to, to give it a crack. Hi. Oh, hello. Is that Blue? Hi. Hi, Blue. Just out, yeah. of, just out of interest, would you, would you be, you know, open to maybe getting back with Dan? Uh... Uh, who's speaking? This is uh, Jono and Ben calling from the Edge radio station. Uh, yeah. Oh, you'd be interested? You'd go out for dinner with him? Uh, uh, um, can can you call Dan? We can call Dan, yeah. Dan, Dan's right here. He's on the phone. Ah, uh, when? When do you want to go for dinner? Uh, yeah. Next yep. week, maybe? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, oh, there thanks. we go. Okay, all right. <laughs> All right, well, this is, a, this is a possibility. Yeah, you guys hold the line. We'll put you in the drawer. Uh, oh, a okay. draw. Oh, we have to go to go in a drawer. Damn. 
What a night. I don't know how this conversation works. It feels like if we're anything, making up as we go along. If anything, we're bloody, we've got you a dinner date, Dan. <laughs> yeah. You should be bloody oh. thanking us. You don't need us, Dan. Thanks, Jono and Ben. Those will be some words that spring to mind. Uh, all right, if you want to enter, head to theedge.co.nz. Uh, all thanks to Bravo's uh, Back With UX. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Contact list, investigators. Yeah, everyone has a phone these days and you know, there's numbers in your phone. You're like, I don't know who that person is. So we devised a segment to try and get the answers. Yeah, so uh, so that you don't have to have that awkward conversation with that random name in your contact list. Lauren's with us on 0800 The Edge. Good afternoon, Lauren. Welcome to the contact list investigation agency. Hi, guys. Good to have you on, Loza. Okay, so Thanks. what's the what's the uh, the random name in your contact list? I've just got a K in my phone. Just the letter K. Yeah, just the letter K. That definitely sounds like a rushed a rushed ingest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what it is. All right, so, so you want given... us to try and call this person and find out who they are to you? Yeah, I'm not really sure. I wondered if it was like a tradie or... Yeah, I'm not sure. Okay. All right, well, we'll call Kay. Dan's given uh, the phone number three. We've got a bit of a plan. Uh, I'm going to be playing the role of a, uh, a real estate agent. <laughs> Kay. Will they answer? Hello. Hi there. Um, it's uh, John McGinty here, local real estate agent. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, good. Thank you very much. Uh, listen, I was just uh, getting a reference from Lauren. She was looking to uh, expand her property portfolio and uh, just had you down as a uh, as a potential reference. Uh, what was okay. your What was your relationship with Lauren? I was just I was just wanting to know. With Lauren? Yeah. She slept with my boyfriend last year. Oh my god! Why? Why are you trying to get hold of me? Oh my god! Okay, so this is what, just John. O- trying to contact me? Oh, sorry, this, this is just is... John. This is John O'Bean and oh, Sharon here from the Edge. Yeah, sorry about this. This wasn't what we expected oh my god. Uh, to happen. Okay. I don't. I don't want to talk to oh. her. No, no, no that's to understand. Oh, understand. You... No, it's all good. We'll just pop you guys on hold, or can you can you hang up. The... Yeah, we can. Why don't you can hang yeah, up okay, if you want to hang yeah, up? Get her off the... I'm yeah. gonna hang up now. Okay, all right. Apologies okay. about that. I'm sorry that. Okay, that... no, hold. We'll, we'll come back to you guys shortly. Actually, hold oh, there. We've... Well, come. What are we gonna come back to them? No, shortly? we need to talk to them during the ads. Oh yeah, that's okay. fine. I thought you meant on the on the air. <laughs> I think we've said enough on the air with them. Oh jeez. Wow. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. We're in the middle of the contact list investigators where we get a number from someone's contact list and we try and work out how they know them. And before, we made a call for Lauren. Uh, she didn't know who Kay was in her phone and, oh, it got awkward. Uh, what, was okay. your, what was your relationship with Lauren? I was, just, I was just wanting to know. With Lauren? Yeah. She slept with my boyfriend last year. Oh, my God. Why Why are you trying to get hold of me? Oh, my God. Okay. So this what, is just John... Trying to contact me? Oh, sorry, this, this is just John, this is John O'Bean and oh, Sharon here from The yeah, Edge. Sorry about this. This wasn't what we expected oh my God. to happen. Okay. I don't, I don't want to talk to oh. her. So the phones uh, have been going bonkers ever since. Yeah. Kayleen. 
Oh, that was honestly the best radio segment I have heard in so long. I think my jaw pretty much hit the floor. Mine too. That was, whoa, that was awkward. It came out of nowhere, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, no one so could have awkward. predicted it. <laughs> that was like, more than, like uh, yeah, I don't know what to say. I'm lost for words. Obviously, emotion's still raw between <laughs> <Yes>. the two. <laughs> Thank you, Kayleen. Yeah, understandably. Thank you, Kayleen. Appreciate that. Uh, Edge, hello. What do you want to say? Oh, it was brilliant. I think it took it took a turn for the best. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, no, uh, best or worst, depending on what way you're looking at. <laughs> for entertainment oh, awesome. value, I think you need to talk to them. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why we've still got we've still got Lauren on the line. Yeah, no. So Lauren, Lauren, you're still there. Yeah. Lauren's back with us now. Uh, Lauren, sorry yeah. about that, Lauren. Well, you gave yeah. us the number in defence, but I'm sorry that it had to happen like that. I, d- I didn't know that that was... I mean, that was a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah, hey, I, so we all do stuff in the past. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is, there anything I would, you want, is there anything you want to say to Ben? I mean, not to Ben. I feel like I need to talk to... I, I, I don't know. Oh, my God. Well, I don't know what I'm going to do now. There's something I need to say to Ben. <laughs> What's that? What? Lauren was just an actor. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was like, geez, we're really like, out of all the so numbers, <laughs> we got some, wow. He was so awkward. Yeah, that was like, okay. I was wondering what your John was like, no, we'll do this live on the radio. I was like, this is a risky move. That's a risky move. <laughs> Great acting, though, Lauren. Oh, nice oh, work. Thank you so much. All right. We'd like to clarify for the record, Lauren hasn't slept with anyone's boyfriend. <laughs> that we know of. That we know of, uh, No, no. Yeah, thank you. Just in general. Just in general. Just on the record? No. The record. None at all. No one at all. No, 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 no. Uh, that was good. That was good. good on you, Lauren. Thanks, guys. See you later. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Dancing with the Stars is like a ratings juggernaut. It's back on TV tonight on 3. And uh, last night, oh, a, few, a few little, you know, little little trip-ups and stuff. And Good. That's why we, we watch the show. Well, it's just really hard to remember yeah. a dance, especially in a week. And, you know, you're right. As watching it, There's I don't know right. if it's just us, but uh, you know, no one really wants to want, watch a competent dance, do they? I want a pair of trousers <laughs> ripped. <laughs> yeah. I want someone forgetting their dance midway through. Has yeah, that, that happened that, yet? That sort of stuff. Yeah, it happened momentarily last night, apparently. I didn't pick it watching, but the judges, oh, they picked it. I want a backflip, but someone falls on their face. <laughs> this sort of stuff. This is the gold you want. Basically, we want memes. We just want a whole hour of memes. I'd be so worried being on that show that I was just going to become a meme, eh? <laughs> She'd be like, oh, here I am. Anyway, Sharon, uh, doing a fantastic job of hosting. Very proud of Sharon. She's doing a great job. And uh, before our show started this afternoon, uh, as we have been doing lately with Sharon, we've sent her backstage to Dancing with the Stars. You know, this, these are the rooms where all the stars are snorting their cocaine. Right, if that's happening. Drinking it's champagne. Slander. Drinking yeah. champagne. <laughs> Maybe if they were doing more of that stuff, we'd have more of these memes going around. Uh, so she's backstage, and we have an earpiece in her ear, and we're getting her to interview the uh, the stars, the contestants, and she has to ask every question that you've suggested uh, on the John O'Ben and Sharon social media pages. So we, we crossed to Sharon before the show with uh, ACT MP David Seymour. Yes, what could possibly go wrong? I am very excited and semi-nervous about this. Okay, so all these questions okay. we need repeated word for word, okay? So just remember okay. Sharon can hear us in her ear. David okay. doesn't know. He's about mm-hmm. to walk into the room. Yes, okay. Hey, g'day, how are you? Good, okay, so here we go. Well, we're going to do an interview about the show. Looking forward to dancing tonight, David. Hey, look, I can't wait. It's the most fun thing I've done for a very long time. Okay, what was the last piece of pornography he watched? 
Oh, jeez. <laughs> He's an MP. I don't know if you can ask this. <laughs> I told you to come and hop. That's very hot. Okay. Well, how hot, Sharon? Uh, it depends on what sort of porn it was. Okay, <laughs> okay I'll, I'll find out. David, I was just wondering. <laughs> David, I was just wondering... Um, I was just wondering... Uh, what was the last piece of pornography you watched? What was the last... Uh, please don't look at me when I ask you this question. What was the last um, piece of pornography you watched? Well, it was one of my own speeches in Parliament, actually. Oh, OK. OK. Yeah, well... As parliamentary member, <laughs> gets quite excited. <laughs> I, oh, my God. Sharon, ask him how much he's getting paid for Dancing with the Stars. So Dancing with the Stars, it does go to charity, but obviously you guys are getting paid as well. How much are you getting paid to do the show, David? <laughs> I'm getting paid nothing to do the show. I'm the only contestant who's giving every cent of the appearance fee to Kids Line. It's a great charity, and I'm really proud to be doing that. So if you vote for me, not only does the money from the voting go to Kids Line, but also my appearance fee. It's like two for the price of one. Wow, that was a really good answer, David. It was Wonderful. a good answer. Uh, should Shag marry Susie Cato, okay. Zach Frenich, Roger Farrelly? Shoot, shag, marry, David. <laughs> Wonderful catch. Sorry, Sharon. This is, this is so easy to do from the comfort of our studio. Oh, totally. I can't believe that we're ever going to put these three people together, but Susie Cato, Roger Farrelly, Zach Frenich from The Bachelor. Oh, well, uh, look, I'd, I'd try and shoot Roger because I don't really want to shoot someone and you'd probably miss him. He's such a tiny guy. Um, <laughs> uh, you'd, you'd have to um, marry Zach because... Uh, he's just such a loving man. But when it comes to the shagging, I mean, there's really only one answer, isn't there? Oh, David! <laughs> you should be marrying... You should be marrying Susie Cato. OK. Uh, one last you. question, Chess. Um, oh, just God, ask, him, okay. ask him if his favourite TV programme to watch is not Dancing with the Stars, but Jono and Ben. What's your favourite TV show to watch, Dancing with the Stars or Jono and Ben? Oh, definitely Jono and Ben. Absolutely no question about it. Um, Jono and Ben, I just have to watch Dancing with the Stars. It's hard work. <laughs> that's true, also. And I also heard you're a fan of shit comedy. Again, that's why do you think I watch Jono and Ben. Oh, 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 oh that's, the burns me between you, not us. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. This Saturday, uh, New Zealand time, uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle get married in England. I see notice TV3's got like seven hours of unadulterated non-stop coverage. Oh, yeah, people love it. Jeez. People are just excited about it. Royal. Seven, who's going to watch that for seven hours? I, th I think I might. I don't know why I'm getting caught up in this. <laughs> anyway, uh, so seven hours of non-stop coverage on, uh, on television this weekend. Yeah. Jeez, they're going to have a lot of boring stuff. Yeah, you're right. And you imagine the dreary commentary too. Is it? Are we going to have the British commentary, or are we having our own, bringing our own pizzazz <laughs> to this commentary? <laughs> imagine though, the Kiwi commentary just be like, "Oh, so uh, when do you think they're going to get on the piss?" <laughs> you imagine, I wonder if the uh, the crowd crowd is awkwardly wait while they go off and get photos. That's an always an awkward oh, thing, my dear. Yes. Yeah, oh, we're quite keen for a drink, but you're off having photos for two hours. Well, you know? hopefully there is some sort of drinking. Anyway, I'm sure they've got it all planned. It costs like $70 million or something, this wedding, so I'm sure it's a wonderful occasion. Who's punching in that relationship, do you think? I think they're both doing well. They're both things... Don't say they're both no, doing, they well. doing well. Someone's doing better. I reckon she's punching. Why? Sure, she's, she's coming. She's awesome. She's awesome. Yeah, I know she's awesome. Yeah, but she's like he's he's above her. Oh right, you're saying because he's because he's a royal. He's a prince. Yeah, oh, okay. she's punching. 
Yeah. You, you can't disagree with that. She is elevating her life. She's a very good actor. Like he's downgrading to be with a commoner. Well, that's probably and that's probably going to happen nine times out of ten in royal weddings, so right? Probably not very, if he not if he marries the queen. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's not going to happen though. Hey, I've, I've watched the bloody The Crown. They're into all that sort of stuff, aren't they? <laughs> no, no, they're into, no, no, is, there an, is there an NC storyline on The Crown? Uh, that's when I took you to Masterton that weekend. Ah. <laughs> you met my family. <laughs> okay, oh eight hundred the edge. This is what I want to throw out there. A lot of people be going to this wedding, don't they? They probably don't even know fifty percent of the people going to their wedding no I wouldn't imagine no what's the most famous wedding you've been to oh. we're talking all blacks we're talking probably it's New Zealand we're just talking all blacks <laughs> <laughs> if, has anyone been to it like a, a royal, royal wedding yeah that would be amazing if someone had actually been to a royal wedding come and blow our bananas this afternoon do you reckon we'll get no surely we won't get anyone next well I don't know has a New Zealand has someone listening may have been to a royal wedding maybe in the service industry you know you could have worked at a royal wedding yeah Maybe been to a big celebrity's wedding in America. Person that we deem as the most famous wedding. We'll be going to Harry and Meghan's wedding this weekend. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was going to say we'll, we'll find a prize, but not quite as good as that. Rachel with us on 0800 The Edge, the most famous wedding you attended. Hey, I used to um, live in Abu Dhabi and I worked for um, Sheikh Zayed and I went to a couple of royal weddings while I lived over there. You did? Wow. Yeah. And um, but the women... Weddings are separate from the men, so the um, the men don't mix with the women. So it was all women, and then the groom came and got his bride. What was it? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. And what about afterwards, after the ceremony? Do they go? Uh, I don't know. I didn't go there after the ceremony with them. What was your What was your role when you were working for these uh, these princes? Um, I was a private English teacher. Yeah, it was pretty awesome, actually. It was just the most amazing couple of years in my life. I can imagine. Yeah. So how lavish are these weddings? Oh, you're talking uh, absolutely over-the-top um, jewellery, like massive pieces of jewellery, twenty, thirty, forty thousand $40,000, probably more. I mean, and the most exquisite clothing. Are we talking uh, food made out of gold? Oh, most likely. Yeah. I mean, they've got their own... <laughs> They've got their own jumbo jets that they cruise around the world in, so yeah. I don't know if they're eating they... gold, are they? But anyway, I wasn't there. You know, uh, <laughs> you agree with Jono's <laughs> weird question. <laughs> Just Dessert made out of gold? Uh, look, Just eating was... bars of gold? Oh, no. I'd like some radio gold for once on the that show. Was incre- that was incredible. Thank you for your call, Rachel. Appreciate that. Text through 3343. My best friend from school as a production assistant at E-Television and went to uh, Chloe and Lamar's wedding. Oh, really? Yeah. She said they had to do second takes of walking down the aisle and everything. <laughs> it, was like, it was literally like just filming a TV segment. <laughs> like a Shortland Street wedding or something. And then she was like, this marriage is going to last forever. And it... And it nearly did. Mm, ne- Until no. the brothel overdose <laughs> yeah, incident. Oh, yeah, anyway. Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge.